I mean, we know that nothing compares to the promise that we have in Jesus. Amen? Amen. Man, as they, as they sing that song, and my wife and I knelt at the altar to pray, pray, Lord, that I would never forget that nothing compares to you. I pray that as a congregation, I pray as a church, that we will always remember that there is nothing else that could ever take the place of, of Jesus Christ. Amen? Nothing compares to who he is and what he has done in, in our lives. But it's so good to be back in the house of the Lord. And, and we're going to dig into God's word this morning. Uh, last week we looked at, at John chapter 1, uh, verses 1 through 5. And, and, and through that text we looked at who is Jesus? Uh, why, did he, why did Jesus come to earth and, and how does that uh, affect us? And we learned that, that Jesus is eternally God. We learned that, that Jesus came to give life and light to a dead and dark world, and we learn that as followers of Christ, it affects us because without Jesus, we are dead and full of, of darkness. Would you agree with me this morning? Amen. Amen. So the good news is, is that those that have put their faith in Jesus Christ have the life and light of Jesus shining in and through, through them, which leads me to our passage today in Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, uh, verses 14 through through 16, and I believe this is a very familiar uh, few verses, uh, but these three verses we will read today is just a short piece of what is known as the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount is a sermon that Jesus gave in Matthew chapter 5 uh, through, verse, or through chapter 7, and it is considered to be the most famous sermon Jesus ever, ever gave. It is often said that the focus of the Sermon on the Mount was Jesus teaching his disciples how to live a life pleasing to God. I believe the Sermon on the Mount is a great reminder for, for us as, as followers of Jesus Christ to live wholeheartedly for God through faith and live a life that is dedicated to, to Jesus Christ. Honestly, we could spend weeks and weeks walking through the Sermon on the Mount, but I just want to take these three verses this morning in Matthew chapter 5, um, starting in verse 14. Matthew chapter 5, starting in, in verse, verse 14. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be, be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a, a basket, but on a stand and it gives light to all in the house. Verse 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in, in heaven. Church, in these three verses, Jesus uses a metaphor to teach us something that is, is very important. Here, Jesus compares his disciples to, to light. In verse 14, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And we know from our passage last week that it's only through Jesus that we have any light in our, in our lives. And if you are a Christian this morning, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ... If you have Jesus living inside of you, Jesus is telling his disciples, and I believe that he is telling us today in our passage, that through him we are, you are, the light of the world. Are you with me this morning? Church in 1 John 1 and 5, it tells us that God is light. In John 8 and 12, we read this scripture last week, but it said Jesus calls himself the light of the world. And we see here and we find here that as believers in Christ, we are also considered the light of the world. Jesus is referring to us as, as the light of the world. Listen, church, I believe Jesus gives us, as Christ 
followers a great responsibility when he says that we are the light of the world. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And I'm sure when we think about light, uh, some of us may think about the fixtures that are in this room or, or the stage lights that are shining down on me. Maybe some of us, when we think of light, we may think of a flashlight or, or maybe the lights in our car. But, but the light Jesus is referring to in Matthew chapter 5 is different than those those types of, of lights. Church, the light Jesus is teaching about doesn't come from any, any light fixture or any, any light bulb, but the light Jesus is talking about only comes from, from Him. It only comes from, from Jesus Christ. And, and when you are a follower of Christ, when you are a child of God, the light of Jesus Christ, it not only lives in you, but it lives, lives through you that others may come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Listen, I want us to understand this morning, spiritually speaking, spiritually speaking, there is no light in the world apart from Jesus Christ. There's no light in the world apart from Jesus, Jesus Christ. Let there be light. He forgot. Church, I like to think of it as a kind of like a, a virus. Listen, a virus develops and it spreads from person to person and can also spread around the, around the world. And, and we look at Scripture and we learn that Jesus came and He gave light to a dark world and that light shines in every believer. And the light of Jesus Christ shines through every believer that belongs to, to Jesus Christ. So the light uh, begins to spread like a, like a virus and when the light of Jesus is spread, it is distributed into the darkness of every corner in humanity. Amen? It is spread through, through Jesus Christ who lives in us and, and through us that others may, may see, see Him. Church, can I tell you this morning that the light of Jesus Christ that is living in you is meant to be visible to the world. It is meant to, to be visible to the world. People should see Jesus in, in you. If you are a true follower of Christ, others should see the light of Jesus shining in and, and through you. I want us to understand this morning that when it comes to being the light of the world, listen to this, we are not only light receivers, but we are light givers. We are not only light receivers, but we are, we are light, light givers. The light that we have received shines in us through Jesus Christ, and it gives light to the world that others may see Jesus, Jesus Christ. Jesus went on to say in verse, at the end of verse number 14 and, and into verse 15, it says... Uh, a city on a hill cannot be, be hidden. And in verse 15 it says, Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all the house. While studying this week, I, I ran across something that said, during the time of Christ, the walls around a city on a hill would often be made of, of limestone, white limestone, which would be easy to see even on a dim night. It went on to say, in the same way, the light of Christ is not meant to be hidden on earth. A city on a hill is meant to be seen and, and found even in the darkest of, of nights. It said the light of Jesus Christ is meant to shine out, out brightly from all who belong to Christ. You belong to Christ this morning? Amen? Some of you belong to Christ. Amen? 
Amen. Some of you do, but it is meant to shine brightly. It is meant to be discovered in a way that those that, that are walking in darkness will, will not see us, but they will see, they will see Christ. And thinking of our passage and what Jesus is teaching, we must understand that the nights could be very dark during the time of, of Jesus. In fact, our, our eyes living in a time of, of electricity, the darkness of an ancient world would likely be, be shocking. I read something this week that said in, a, in, in this time period, often light was available in the form of fire, including oil lamps. And it said as houses grew dark after sunset, lamps would be lit and, if available, distributed around, around the house. It went on to say that the lamps would be put on a stand in the finest spot to provide as much light in the room as, as possible. Church, I believe that is the point that, that Jesus is, is trying to make in our, in our passage today. Why would someone light a lamp and put it under a basket? That doesn't, doesn't make sense. But in verse 15, Jesus says that, that they would not do that. That they would not do that. He said, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all the, the house. Church, Jesus is saying that the light of lamps is meant to be seen in the same way the light of Christ is meant to be seen in the world through you and I as believers in Jesus Christ. Are you allowing your light to shine so that others may see Jesus Christ, or are you, are you hiding that light this morning? The light is meant to be seen, so Jesus tells his disciples, don't hide it or cover it up. But let it, let it be seen. We are the, the lamps of, of Christ. We are the light of, of Christ. Listen, we should take pride in being the light of Jesus Christ this morning. Amen? Others should see in the way that we talk, in the way that we act, in the way that we, we treat others. Listen, others should see Christ in us. And we should take pride in knowing that, that it's not us, but it is Christ that lives in, in us and, and through us. In fact, the light that lives in and through us is the source of true spiritual, spiritual light, the light of, of Jesus Christ. How many believe that He is our source? Amen? He is our, he is our source. It is nothing that we can do to gain the light, but it's everything that He does inside of, of us. Listen, if we go back to verses 13 through 15, Jesus uses another metaphor. You'll have to excuse me. I'm sniffling this morning. I got a little sore throat and runny nose. But I have no tissue, so I can't wipe it. i got to sniff it. Amen? If we go back to verses 13 through 15, I just threw some of y'all for a loop. Y'all don't even know what I'm saying. Verses 13 through 15, Jesus uses another metaphor. In those verses, Jesus has described his disciples first as salt of the earth. And then he goes on to what we have read today and describes his disciples as the, the light of the world. Listen, salt. how many of y'all like salt? Come on, somebody. Amen? I like salt. You can ask my wife. Thank you, Miss Sandy. Amen. Now I'm sidetracked. Sorry, right, though. My nose ain't running, right? Got tissue for it. Listen, church, salt is meant to, to be salty, and, and, and it becomes worthless if it loses its flavor, right? Amen. It loses its flavor, it becomes worthless. And church, I, I want us to understand that the light that, that is meant to be seen by those in darkness, the light that Christ has, has put in us, has value, but it has no value if it, is, if it is covered up. Amen? Listen, if Christ does something in us and that light is, is put in us and Jesus refers to us as the light of the world, but we hide that light, listen, it has no, no value. Going back to the salt, if I sit at the table and I look at the salt, it don't make my food taste better. 
but I have to take it out of the container and I have to put it on my, my food. Listen, I often think of a flashlight and if I, put a, if I have two flashlights and one has a batteries in it and one does not, the only one that's going to work is the one that has the, the batteries in it. Amen? Listen, the only way that, that we allow the, the light of Christ to shine in our lives is that we don't cover it up. That we don't light, let the things of this world, the things that are around us, hinder the light that is shining in, in us. Amen? I want to encourage you this morning to, to never cover up what Christ has, has done in your, your life. Listen, Christ has blessed my family so much, and, and, I, and I look forward to being able to tell, tell people what Christ is doing in my life. I look for opportunities to share what Christ is doing, not only in my life, but in our students' lives, in our, in our church lives. Listen, we're without a senior pastor, but God has continued to move, and I look for opportunities to be able to tell people that God is still moving at Sheraw First Baptist. Amen? Listen, the light is still shining at Sheraw First Baptist. First Baptist, it is a light that Christ put in us. And listen, when you are a Christian, we can't help but put that light, put that light out. Listen, I encourage you to not cover up or hide what Jesus has done or is doing in your life. I challenge you this morning to always see the light of Christ is shining in your life so that he gets to praise, so that Christ gets to praise, so that others see and glorify Jesus Christ. Church, can I tell you this morning, listen to this. Jesus never challenged us to become salt and light. He simply said we are salt and light. Y'all hear me this morning? Jesus didn't challenge us to be the salt and light of the earth, but he simply said you are the salt and light of the earth. And we are either, church, listen, we are either fulfilling or failing at that responsibility this morning. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but, but on a stand, and it gives light to all the house. In verse 16, Jesus goes on to say, In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is, is in heaven. Verse 16 provides, listen, a practical application of of what Jesus is teaching about being the light of the world. Jesus said, you are, you are the light of the world, or let your light so shine that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Church, the purpose in letting our light so shine by doing good works is so that others will glorify God and not ourselves. Thank you, Austin. I got back up. Church loves me and the students love me. Amen. But listen, the purpose of, of letting our light shine by our good works is not that others will, will glorify us uh, or, or glorify our own doings, but is that, that they would glorify God. Listen, in case you didn't realize it this morning, our lives are not for our glory. Amen? It's not for our own desires, but it's for the glory of God. It's for that, that he, would be, he would be magnified. The object of our shining is not that people may see how good we are, but how good he is. Amen? We should sign so that others may say, wow, I see Jesus in him. Wow, I, I, see, I see Jesus in her. Listen, we should shine in such a way that, 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 that people say, wow, I see, I see Jesus in their family. Listen, I, I see Jesus in their, in their student ministry. They should say, wow, I see Jesus in their, in their church. Because can I tell you this morning that, that it ain't about us, but it's about Jesus and him being glorified in our lives. Amen? 
It's not about us. Listen, I pray when students look at me, Brother Jeff, that more than seeing a student pastor in me, that they, they see Jesus in me. Griggs, listen, when I'm on the baseball field or I'm coaching soccer, I pray that they don't just see a coach in me, but more than that, they see Jesus in, in me. That's the most important thing in your life is your relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen? When people look at us, they should be able to say, wow, what a father he must have. What a savior he, he must have. Listen, I, I want what he's got. People should be able to look at us and say, you know what? There's something different about that guy. There's something different about that girl. There's something different about that marriage. There's something different about Sheraw First Baptist. You know what the difference is? It's that the light of Christ is shining through, through us. Listen, if we can't allow the light of Christ to shine through us as a church, we might as well go home and shut the doors and sell the building. Amen? Listen, because it's not about us, it's not about just being up in the, in the four walls of the church, but it's about going out and letting the light of Christ that is in us shine through us so that others will come into the knowledge and saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Jesus said it, not me. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in, in heaven. Jesus' disciples, meaning, meaning born-again Christians, you and I as followers of, of Jesus Christ do good works not for your own glory but to point a dying world to point a dying world to the truth of bringing glory to God. Amen? Church, let your light shine for the glory of our Savior Jesus, Jesus Christ. Last week we learned that, that Jesus came to, to give light to a dark world. And this week we read in Matthew chapter 5, just, just three short verses, where Jesus tells us to let your light shine before others. Jesus is the light. He came to give light, right? He came to give life, and he came to give light. And when we receive that, it lives in us. He takes a dead us, right? We were dead in our sins. We read that last week. And he gives us life. We're dark on the inside. We live in a dark world, and Christ comes, and he gives us that light, and now he's telling us that we are the light of the world and to let that light shine so that others may, may not see us, but they may, they may see him. Church, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, listen, the same light that Christ brought to earth lives in, in you. It lives in, in you. Ask yourself this morning, Am I showing that light to the ones that are around me? It is important that we don't hide or we don't, we don't hinder that light, but we shine so that others can glorify God who is in, is in heaven. Praise team, if you would come. Listen, I'm going to close. If you would come. Jesus says, listen, in Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 5, what we just read in 14 through 16, you are the, the light of the world. Can we put that on the screen, please? I want, you to, I want you to read these words and look at these words as I read it. You are the, the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Verse 15. Verse 15. I can look at my notes. It's all right. Verse 15. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the, in the house, verse 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works 
and give glory to your Father who is in, in heaven. In these few verses in Matthew chapter 5, I believe Jesus gives us a great, great mission. I believe he gives us a great mission, and, and the mission is to be the light of, of the world, that others may see him high and lifted up. But church, can I tell you, in order to fulfill this mission, listen to this, our old self must die, the cross must be applied to our life, and when that happens, the light of God will come out in us and shine through us so brightly that the dark world we live in will see Jesus, Jesus Christ. Stand your feet all over the house. Miss Diane, if you will begin to play. Listen to me now. If you are a Christian this morning, if you are a Christ follower, if you are a Christian, if you are a a Christ follower, I want to ask you, is the light of Christ shining in your life? Is it evident? Not just on Sundays, but when you go to work, when you go to school, when you go to the grocery store, is the light of Christ that he has placed in you, is it shining everywhere Everywhere you go. Are you fulfilling the mission? Are you truly being the light of the world for Jesus? Jesus said it's not meant to be covered up. But the light of Christ is meant to shine for his glory. Maybe you're in this place today and and the old self has, has not died. And the cross has not been applied to your life. And therefore the light of Jesus is not shining in your life maybe you're in this place this morning and and you're a Christian you are in a relationship with Christ but you have allowed the things of this world you have allowed maybe your job maybe your kids maybe your marriage maybe anything maybe you have allowed it to 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 hinder the light that's inside of you maybe you've allowed it to cover up what Christ has has done in your life maybe that's you this morning I'm gonna ask you to come Listen, I'm going to ask you if the Holy Spirit is dealing with you this morning and and you are in need of a relationship with Christ. Listen, I'll never end a service without giving people an opportunity to to come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. I pray you'll come today. I encourage you to allow Jesus to take your darkness and turn it into the light of the world. Maybe this morning you just want to come pray in an altar. Maybe there's some things on your mind this morning that have overwhelmed you. Maybe there's some things going on that you just want to lay at, lay at the altar. I pray this morning you understand this is a place that you can come. We don't do this just to add some time at the end of our service. But we do this so that you can come and fall at an altar. Listen, I remember the altar that I came to and fell on my face and I received Jesus Christ. I'll never forget that moment. It doesn't have to happen at an altar. But I want to tell you, you can come. You can come. And I pray that you will this morning. Maybe you desire to be a member of our church this morning. I'm going to ask that you come as well. Listen, as our praise team is dying, as you begin, or you guys begin to sing, the altar's open.
Amen? Amen. Amen. I encourage you this week, I challenge you to, to go back and, and read Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. And God tells us, that, or Jesus tells us that we are, we are the light of the world. And my prayer is that, that people see that in you every, every single day. I pray this week that my wife will see that as a husband. My kids will see that as a, as a father. Not see me, but they will see Christ. Christ in me. That should be our prayer. Amen? Listen, if nothing else, I'm going to ask you just for a moment to be seated. I'm going to ask 